Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three. Hello, I'm Chessie Coleman and welcome to Memory Lane, our new series of podcasts on It's All Cobblers to Me, going back through some of your best memories as Cobblers fans. Today, I am joined by fellow Cobblers fan and presenter of the sports show on N Live Radio, who, we should mention, was nominated for the Young Audio Awards Rising Talent this year. It's none other than Will Ulrich. You're all right, Will? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. You are right. Yeah, not bad, thank you. Uh, so let's find out what he wants to talk about in this episode of Memory Lane. So I'm going to talk about Xander Diamond. I think he was uh, a key player in the, you know, the title winning season. Um, and even, you know, the season we stayed up in League One. Of course, we were only stayed up in League One for one season. And he was a key player in that one player of the year. Um, you know, made over 100 appearances with Cobblers. In, and in football nowadays, you don't get a player who makes 100 appearances definitely down in the lower leagues. You know, when some people be calling him a club legend and of course it didn't end well for him when he left Cobblers and went to Mansfield and got injured and stuff like that. But I definitely see him as a club legend, really. Yeah, I mean, I have to have to agree as a fellow Cobblers fan who kind of fell in love with that 2016 season. Um, he was a very special player. So what what stands out for you in his time uh, at the club and especially when we had so many special players? I think when when he joined, first, first and foremost, he came on loan. And he kept us up in that season when Wilder took over. Um, so that was, you know, 
to keep Cobbers up in that season, 2013-14 season was excellent. Um, and I think he was just an all-round nice guy. Um, you know, the amount of times he'd done stuff. Um, I remember he, they did a meet at Hamilton Park and I went down there and he chatted to me and my family for about five, ten minutes about you know, Cobblers and, and his wife and his kids and stuff like that. He was genuinely a nice guy. And most importantly, he was a fantastic leader on the pitch. You know, he made, I checked this, this morning, 39 games in the title winning season. And I remember him having a few injuries. Um, and he made a good partnership with Rod McDonald and Lou and I and Tanya. And he really was like a leader um, at the back for us. And I think, you know, we've had really, really good centre-backs in these last few years. But, you know, Zana Diamond was here for, th- you know, for four years and he got player of the year in his last year. And most importantly, he was one of the centre-backs who kept us up in League One. So, you know, I think his leadership on the pitch really was something. Yeah, you're absolutely right. People often forget, actually, that Xander came into the club and we were we were literally rooted to the bottom of the Football League at the time, weren't we? Yeah. And what, what was that like for you as a fairly young supporter watching at that point? What was it like watching him claw his way through that defence to get us to safety? Well, yeah, I guess it was. You know, I think any centre-back who joins the team down the bottom end of the table knows he's not going to come in to get clean sheets every week. He knows he's going to be in a... A struggle and and you know I was a ball boy at the time when we you know that time and watching him do it um you know like I said when someone signs on loan no one really knows anything people think oh it's another loan sign in but he made a definite an impact uh, I think he scored I think he got one goal in his foot on loan but he was really good centre back and he put himself straight in there um I know the second season injuries got the better of him but it's never easy coming in to you know a team down the bottom end of the table um and for him to do that and keep us up I think that definitely was main probably the main reason why he signed he probably thought well this club's got some ink and a wilder and then of course it did the thing is as well I think it's it go it's testament isn't it to to Chris Wilder and the job he did to actually make Northampton Town at the time marketable for somebody like Xander Diamond thinking oh I'll go on loan to a club that is right at the bottom of the league It, it probably was a bit of a gamble for him wasn't it well, yeah, you know, I, I looked at him this morning, um, just as some of these information. He made about 200 appearances in the Scottish League before moving to England. Um, and he was a regular at League One Burton. Um, and then, of course, he joined on loan. And to, you know, to play, you know, regular League One football at Burton, I think he must have had an injury or something to come down to Northampton, um, have, you know, keep us up and then sign a three-year contract. You know, you don't get many three-year contracts as it is down in the lower leagues. Um, so he must have, you know, really enjoyed his loan spell. Um, and yeah, you know, he had the clear desire that he wanted to do something and he knew that Chris Wilder and Alan Neil had something in mind and he probably saw it and went, right, this is the chance for me to get myself back into a higher league at a club, which, you know, he might enjoy. So we all kind of know what happened as we moved through and we got a bit more consistency within the club and then we went on to really start to show what we were made of really and, and what could have been now we look back uh, in 2016 and he was really Mr. Consistency for us, wasn't he? Um, we would find ourselves tearing teams apart week after week in that 2016 season. And um, what are your standout memories of Xander during that time? Because it's really easy to remember that, like the Ricky Holmes and the John Joe O'Toole of that squad, but actually Xander himself, he played such a huge role in that season and that, that title winning season. Yeah, he did. And, and you know, honest to God, there isn't many memories of him because, you know, the, the sad thing is defenders, they don't get the credit they deserve. You know, Ricky Holmes scores a, a, a winner, you know, and, and everyone, you know, sees the goal and, and says what an amazing goal it is. You know, the loot and free kick, everyone sees that and goes, wow, how amazing it is. But no one sees the stuff the defenders do, the last ditch tackles, the clearance off the lines. And, 
you know, the one if one memory I can remember of Xander, I know it wasn't a title winning season, but when he scored against West Brom in the in the cup to to get us into the next round against Manchester United in the League Cup. But you know, the title winning season, you know, the the memories of Xander are you know, he was just a fantastic centre back and you knew week in, week out his name was gonna be on that team sheet. You know, I think Luke Pozza was on loan that season. He was up with him, Rod McDonald. But you always knew, you know, Sander Diamond would be in that team. And, and as much as he wasn't captain, you could see um, he was, you know, shouting at his back line, shouting at his goalie, you know, making sure Adam Smith was playing where he needed to be, you know, making sure his back line was in line with him. And, and realistically, you know, he in his eyes, he was the captain of the club. And, you know, he really was a fantastic player, you know, to even have a, a calibre of that player, you know, 200 games in the Scottish League and then, you know, a few hundred at Burton in League One, um, and then you know his leadership to have at the Cobblers, and then like I said, he, he was generally just just such a nice guy, and um, you know I can still remember that one thing. I will stick with me was when the last game of the season in League One, um, when we stayed up against Gilliam, and and they did the round of applause when they came round, and he waved to the Cobblers fans, and you could see he was kind of upset because you knew I think he knew that that was it for the, his time at the club, and I think that was really a sad time for most Cobblers fans. Yeah, he he was he was such a special character, and it going back to the 2016 year, it it was quite interesting because actually, as Cobblers fans, we kind of knew that we weren't going to win five or six nil. We knew that we would concede a few goals along the way. If you think of the game at Stevenage, you think of the game at Luton. There were so many games where we'd either be losing or we'd concede a, a couple and we'd have to really fight. But th- that was one of the key things we did really well that year is that we almost had the the mentality that doesn't matter how many the opposition score, we'll score more. And that comes down to how solid that mentality was in that defence because they had to pick themselves up and keep going. I think that was a really important part, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. And, you know, I think in some cases, Chris Wilder probably saw it as trying to us to outscore our opponents. And I think we did that in a lot of games. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the, they did concede quite a few goals. You know, you know, I don't, you know, it wasn't probably the best defensive record we had in, in the league. I guess, of course, we had a fantastic defensive record to win the league. But, you know, we did concede a lot of goals. Like you said, there's Stevenage, you know, to be down and then to win it like that. You know, it all comes from the back. And, you know, to... You know, when he joined, like I said, he, you know, he never was to join a club that was going to be stable. And of course, he kept us up. And in the title winning season, you know, we never had, you know, of course, we did have clean sheets and we never had consecutive clean sheets. And it's still, you know, at the end of the day, it's still League Two football. You know, anything can happen in League Two. You know, we've seen it this season. Um, we've seen it, you know, seasons before that. You know, anything can happen in League Two. And especially that Stevenage game, that's one to remember that no one really, pred- I think most fans would have predicted Cobbers to win easily, uh, not as e- as that. So, you know, it just shows the leadership that Xander Diamond had um, on that pitch. So, do you think then his influence in terms of behind the scenes in the dressing room? Do you think do you think that was really key in that year? Because as a Cobblers fan myself, I think that actually most of the the way that we won that league was done behind closed doors. It was when, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was when everything kind of fell apart for the club off field. But the squad remained that really tight unit. And Chris Wilder played a a huge part in that. But also he had so many key players like Xander Diamond who could really make sure that that dressing room ran itself. And he says that a lot even now in interviews. He does say that a lot about his dressing rooms. And I remember Xander Diamond myself being a really key part of, of that squad. 
Yeah, he was. I think that definitely you've summed that up really well. That, you know, I generally think as well, the reason why we won the league, you know, it, of course we had the quality in players, but they were such a tight group. You know, you, I had them, you know, I lo- a lot of the players on social media, they, you know, they were always together. You know, they still, they still were in contact now. Um, you know, they were such a tight group. Um, and like you said, the off-field troubles, they stuck together. You know, I remember, you know, Mark Richards, as example, he had an off- uh, Chris Wilder, I remember him saying he had offers Mark Richards, but he didn't want to leave. You know, I'm sure a lot of the players had a lot of offers because when you're at a time like that, some clubs would go, okay, well, that's quite an easy. Northampton are a bit in trouble. We can probably get a player for cheap there. But the players stuck together and they were such a tight group and they, you know, they'd done everything for one another um, off the field and on the field. And, you know, the dressing room was fantastic. And, you know, you look at the leaders there, you know, uh, David Buchanan, you know, Xander Diamond, um, you know, Nicky Adams as well. And of course, Mark Richards, John Joe Atul, you know, those players there, you really had good leadership. And, and yeah, the, I think the dressing room must have been a fantastic place to be, you know, if you were joining on loan that season, you know, even if you, you go straight into the dressing room and it'd be such a happy place. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say, isn't it, that uh, he was fairly calm and measured uh, within that. He was just somebody that you could rely on just to keep everybody fairly calm, on, even when things were going wrong on the pitch. Because, you know, all right, we went on that big unbeaten run, but actually there were times when, when we needed to pick ourselves up and really and really you know, go at teams that we ha- perhaps hadn't in first halves of games and things like that. He was really instrumental in that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And you could you could always see it on the pitch that, OK, we're 1-0 down and you see Xander shouting and going, lads, heads up, we can do this. Um, you know, keeping the positivity flowing in, in the club um, and the back line, especially, right, 1-0 down, come on, boys, heads up. Um, and then you just, you'd, you'd see it on the front foot. And, you know, even Xander, he got a few goals in the season as well, um, you know, from, from the corners and stuff like that. And, it just shows, you know, he did stuff up in the attack as well as the uh, as the defence as well. So, yeah, him at the back, you know, having his leadership right at the back, um, you know, he basically was my captain, um, you know, and when he left the club, of course, he got player of the year and I think that was fully deserved. Of course, he didn't win player of the year when you, you know, the title winning season. I think, you know, the amount of the good attackers we had at the club, the amount of, you know, the goals we scored, the fantastic set pieces. I think, you know, it was obviously, it was going to be an attacker, but the dirty work at the back from Xander Diamond, you know, Ryan Cresswell, um, you know, Rod McDonald, all, all of them, Luke Prozzi, even, even he had a loan spell at the club and he done fantastically well, but you came to that point that, there was going to be change in centre backs, and either Rod McDonald or or Ryan Cresswell or or um, Rod McDonald, but it was always going to be Xander Diamond and someone else. Yeah, I think I think you're a hundred percent right there, Will, in what you say. It's the the work that sometimes goes unnoticed and really shouldn't do, but it it really is the glue that holds together squads like that. And don't forget as well that the massive off pitch problems which I touched on earlier that we had during that time and you know it's testament to to him and and the others as players for keeping going under that enormous pressure yeah well you know at the end of the day whatever job you have if if you're not getting paid you know and you you don't know whether the club is going to be as a club tomorrow you know, or even the day after, you know, you're playing under that constant pressure that you you don't think you're going to have a football club. You know, you have, you know, no income. Um, and, mo- you know, a footballer, if you're not getting any income and how football is nowadays, it's so easy to switch from a club, especially we were doing so well in the league that, you know, if an opportunity came, our players must have had so much interest at that time. They could have easily clicked their fingers and gone out the door. But, you know, the tight group of the squad, I think, helped fantastically. Um, and, you know, they have the mentality of playing, knowing that the club might not exist anymore, is honestly fantastic. And I think when Chris Wilder, you look at him as a manager, 
you know, to he stayed at the club and, and to keep players motivated because I'm sure in any job, if you weren't getting paid, you wouldn't be motivated and the players remained motivated, remained on form and, you know, they'd done what they needed to do, came out of it successfully um, and got the league title. And the thing is with, with Xander Diamond as well, just like you said, you know, he, he would have easily been snapped up by other clubs and he was experienced in, in different leagues. He could have easily said, do you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm going to go back up to Scotland, play some, some fairly decent football, get a decent wage and put food on the table for my, for my family. And he didn't. He, he stayed and he was loyal to the club at such a difficult time. Yeah, it was. And I think every single player at the football club really dedicated what it meant to be a footballer, you know, they, they all didn't play for money. They played for the shirt. They all wanted to win what they, but they've already, you know, started. You know, they wanted to do it for Chris Wilder. They wanted to do it for Alan Neil. They wanted to do it for the fans. And it really had a family feel that season. I think every single player who put on the shirt played for it. You know, we'd, okay, we'd go 1-0 down sometimes, but you'd see they wouldn't, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, sadly at the Cobbers when we got relegated from League One, for example, we'd go 1-0 down and Cobbers fans would think, right, we've lost the game. We would, we would go 1-0 down in the title winning season and we'd go, we haven't lost this game. And the players would be motivated even more to go get it. And it just was such a family feel. It was such a positive place to be. And everyone would look forward to a Saturday, you know, and it would be kind of, you go there and you go, right, we're, we're going to win this game. Um, it'd be, it was such a good feeling. Um, and, you know, right from the back, the goalie, you know, to the attack, we'd have everything correct. Everyone would play with 110%. And it was just such a fantastic time to be a Cobbers fan. I I hundred percent agree with you there. I, I really do. And you and I know from from being sat in the West End and watching that year unfold, you could always see that Xander was a real communicator in that in that line of defence. You talk about how it was a real joy to watch. It really was because you could see what they were trying to do in defence, and you could see that wonderful camaraderie, especially that Diamond had with the rest of his his back line, and and what he did to make sure that they were all in tune. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was a uh, you know that was my last season as a ball boy. For the cobblers, of course, and then the kind of the the academy took over, and I just wanted to get myself a season ticket and and sit in the top left, really, with my brother. Um, but you know, when I you know I sat you know right for pitch side, and I could always look at you know the back line, um, and I was always interested to see what they used to chat about. You know, they always and you could always see Xander, you know, shouting at his players, you know, in a in a probably a nice way, you know, saying right, you know, don't mess about of it, the back get it up and stuff like that. And even when we won it down, I just look, I'd want to look at the back line straight away and just see what they do. And it would be Xander going, lads, heads up, you know, we weren't good enough, let's go kick on. Um, and to have someone at the back there, you know, I said again, you know, two hundred games in in the Scottish league you know, an experienced player, you know, he made over 400, uh, 400 appearances in his whole career in football. Um, you know, when he joined us, he probably made about 300 to have that sort of player at the back, you know, and even, you know, just to have him at the back, you know, have him on your team sheet was just an honour. And he, he was a thoroughly decent, decent guy, wasn't he? Um, I remember actually, ironically, uh, on the day that we got promoted in 2016, uh, I was in the hospitality suite uh, that day. And he was, if I'm right, he was man of the match uh, for the Bristol Rovers game. And he came in and you can imagine the reception he got. um, And he went round every single table in the hospitality area and he spoke to every single family or every single group of people. And he really took interest in the fans. And I think that was a huge part of his role. Yeah, well, you know, I remember going to the the Abington Park meetup and he was there with the players. And, you know, I remember remember seeing him and Buchanan... um, 
look, they parked up somewhere. I thought, well, this is not the meetup. They're just in the car. Um, and they were like, oh, the, the meetup's over there. We've just, we've just came early. And we, we, chatted them for, we chatted to them for about 10 minutes and they went, and then we, we had a really good chat and they said, like, lads, we've got to go. And we walked over with them. And, you know, to, to do that, you know, nowadays in football, you know, if you saw someone 10 minutes earlier, they'd probably just sit in their car, but they came out, they chatted to us. And, you know, I, I think Xander had a really good relationship with the fans. You know, he didn't have that, that chance. You know, the most, you know, probably iconic Cobblers players, you know, John Joe had a chant, Buchanan had a chant. Xander Diamond didn't really have his own chant in sense, but, you know, he was such a fan's favourite and, you know, having him on the team sheet and knowing he was in your back line was, you know, excellent. That's the thing, isn't it? It was just a, pro- a proper decent defender in a really, really good squad. Um, so moving on then, um, we all know that when Rob Page came in to the club after Wilder's departure, that lots of the champion squad moved on, but Diamond stayed and actually went on to become player of the season, which is what we mentioned earlier. And and what are your thoughts on, on that season and how that unfolded and, and what Xander did during that time? Well, I think it was, you know, it wasn't as nice as the first season. I think we still had a bit of momentum at the start. Um, of course, I, you know, I personally, I, I still stick by this. I think Rob Page was sacked way too early. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is and you have to move on. I think he, Justin came in and he had a job to steer the ship and keep us up. He'd done that well and, and credit to him. Um, you know, and I think Xander Diamond again, you know, he made the same appearances he did in the title winning season. He was still a fantastic centre-back. Him and uh, Lou and I, Tanya, made a great partnership at the back. And, you know, at the end of the day, they kept us in League One, you know, whether it was the most scrappy season, you know, I don't really remember much from that season. Um, at the end of the day, we stayed in stayed in the division. Um, of course, the season after that, we didn't. And you probably say, you look at both squads, you probably say the season we got relegated was a much better squad, a lot more, you know, finance into it and stuff like that. And the season, and the season you know, we stayed up, you look at that team and you don't look at, you know, no, no disrespect. There's not players there. You think, well, how, how did we stay up? And we had that feel, kind of that same feel from Wilder. Of course, there was a lot of players who did the part, but, you know, back to Xander Diamond, I think he still was fantastic. Um, he adapted to the new league really well. And I think he really deserved the club's player of the year. I totally agree. I don't think it could have gone to anybody else, really. And I do think, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I do think that we probably underestimated or or didn't make enough of staying in League One. I think staying in League One, just being one place above relegation is enough um, for your first year in League One. And I don't think we were not proud enough because we're always proud to watch the Cobblers even when things are going really badly. But I don't think we made enough of that as an achievement. I think it was more of an achievement than what we let on. And I think, you know, Xander played a huge part in that and, and, being the player of the season it, it just shows that he was a massive part of that yeah it was and, and you know we like I think you've done that really well the I think when we stayed up in league one people were happy but they didn't really actually realize how big that was um and having him at the back you know he was he started his fourth season at the club if you include his loan spell um you know four years for a player is magnificent you know 113 games for a football club at this level it was amazing and having him at the back was excellent and he continued his form and I think he was such a, a key player, um, you know, especially that season. Um, you know, him and Lewin, Lewin Nyatani, like I said, made a really good partnership and he really deserved the club's play of the year. And I think, you know, when he left the club, I think it was probably right for him. And, you know, the, the way we stayed up was excellent. And of course, then the following season, of course, the the, the, the investors came in and, and I think the whole club changed and they probably went, right, we're not going to be a team down the end of the, the table. We're going to be up the end of the table. And that's probably why we saw, you know, Adam Smith, you know, 
Xander Diamond, Paul Anderson all leave the club because they've gone, right, we now have a lot of these investors and we're going to buy, you know, brackets, better players. Of course, it didn't end that way. Um, but, you know, I think at the time Xander been there four years and I don't think you get much... I think Xander probably wanted to move up to Scotland. I think that was the way he wanted to. Of course, it didn't work out for him. But yeah, he was, you know, he was such a fantastic player in, in the way we stayed up because he, you know, he probably conceded a lot more goals, but, you know, he formed a really good partnership with Lou and Nartania. You know, they were both the solid centre-backs of the whole season and he really just was a, a really good player. He was indeed. And I'd, I'd, I'd like you say, I don't think enough was made of how brilliant he was, especially in that, that year that kept us up. He obviously eventually did move on um, after quite a long spell with us. He moved on to Mansfield Town, but obviously he, he had to retire early uh, with that awful injury. But his absence was really felt when he left first left us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, you brought in uh, an Ash Taylor. Um, you know, he's a basically a split image. You know, you look you, when we signed him. I think you know, and I'm saying to most Cobbers fans, we were like, "Wow, how how have we got this player playing Europa League football at Aberdeen?" He was basically a younger version of Xander Diamond. Everyone thought, right, you know, we've lost Xander, you know, and it really is a sad time. But we've brought in a fantastic replacement, and honest to God, I thought, well, we've just got ourselves a great player. You know, okay, yes, he had an okay season and stuff like that. But, you know, you'd, you'd look at that season, you know, you'd look at the batterings we had, the four nils, the five nils, and you'd just think, imagine if we had Xander at the back, um, you know, he had that sort of leadership because we would go one nil down and there'd be no fight for it. It'd just be right, we've lost this game. And, and there never was a fight for it. Um, and it just, it was really sad. And you always just look back and you're just like, well, we just need those, that title winner season back. But, you know, it never was going to happen. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. And I think that comes back to our point that we mentioned earlier, that often defenders and their work and their really hard work goes massively unnoticed. And it's only when they're not there anymore and, and they're not playing in that squad that you notice the massive impact that they had. And and actually, if you look at the way our defence has, has been created since Xander left, it, it has left a big gap, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, you know, and, and I think, you know, I'm not just thinking of a few now, you know, we had Aaron Pierre, he was fantastic. And then, of course, now we've had Charlie Good. Um, you know, we've really had some fantastic centre-backs in these last few years. Um, and it was, but I generally think, you know, when you lose Xander Diamond and you, we did, you know, inverted commas, we brought in probably a better version of Xander Diamond and, and in terms of the centre-backs, but of course it wasn't to be, Um you know, but I think we've had, you know, we've we've had a good defence. Um, you know, these last, I think the the team we got relegated, no, but I think this season, I think the defence has been amazing. I think, uh, you know, if anything, the defence has been more important now these last couple of years than it has been for a bit of time, maybe. Um, and I think, you know, you just love to see Xander Diamond back in a Cobbers shirt. Um, of course, he he didn't end his season probably the way he wanted to with retirement at Mansfield, and you know, he only got sixteen games. And what I think is he maybe try to get a move to Scotland. It probably didn't work. And he probably just had to jump jump ship and try and get a League Two club and he got uh, Mansfield. But, you know, it's really sad to retire. You know, you retired in October 2018 um, with an injury. And I think that's probably the worst way to do it. But you want to retire at the end of the season. You know, you don't want to retire for your injury. And, and it really, really sad that the way he uh, retired. But isn't it wonderful to to know that he's had such an impact on, on a few clubs and and to be able to look back at a career and know that you saved uh, a club from almost certain oblivion, played through not being paid, went on to win by miles uh, the champions squad. And what a fantastic player. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I think it's, we'll look back at it and I think Cobbers fans will look at it 10 years 
from now and they'll look at it and they'll go, wow, what a player he was. Um, you know, he, he, you know, James Hennigan and stuff in the corner connector, they do play with it, play with the years and stuff, team of the years and Zana Diamond always gets in it. Um, you know, he really was such a fantastic player. You know, like you said, playing, not getting paid. You know, he, he kept, went through it. You know, most importantly, kept us in League Two when he joined, signed a three-year contract. He was so happy at the club. He was such a family guy. Um, he wanted to try and, you know, like you said there, he chatted to every Cobbers fan. He just wanted to be a nice guy. And, you know, when he left, it was really sad for the Cobbers fans. And he really deserved that club's player of the year. He really deserved that recognition. And, of course, we did then really start to realise we are missing Xander. Because no one really, I don't think, takes advantage. You know, no one really goes, oh, we're missing a centre-back. Um you know, when you take out Ricky Holmes and Nicky Adams, that everyone's going, right, we're missing people in attack. But no one ever really look, starts looking at the centre-back until you start looking at the scores and seeing that we're losing 4-0, 5-0, 3-0 every week. And you're going, well, we haven't got maybe the centre-backs that we want. And, and you're going, well, when we did Alexander, OK, we didn't have the best of season in League One, but most importantly, we did stay in the division. And at the end of the day, if, if, whether you stay in the division by one point or, you know, 10 points, you still stay in the division. And that was an achievement for him. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely brilliant. It's been really great to talk to you about Xander. Um, thank you, Will. It's been absolutely brilliant. It's all right. Well, that brings our trip down memory lane to an end. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get involved, please get in touch. You can find us on Twitter at Cobblers to Me. We're also on Facebook. Just search for It's All Cobblers to Me. And of course, you can email us on our website, cobblerstome.com. Thank you for listening and thank you to Will for being a great guest. And we'll be back on Tuesday for another episode. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.